Anyone who is following my blog can see I have not been writing consistently, not for this blog anyway. I intend to change that. During Lent this year, I felt like God was calling me to just take a step back and basically do a lot less. The time of the Easter season, including Lent, was during the end of the COVID pandemic. So the truth is we had all been resting already. However, as I'm sure you also know, it is possible to be inactive, and yet, not in a state of rest. I often remind my friends with disabilities that Sunday is a day of rest, even though they don't have jobs and few plans other than going to doctor's appointments. During Lent this year, I also decided to give up politics. I didn't feel that following politics the way that I had been, out of extreme interest, but also to be prepared for my other blog, https colon slash 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 was a bad thing, per se. I just wanted to set it down, being that it was something challenging for me to let go of. After this year's season of rest, I emerged with a new revelation, and this helped me to write and to promote myself as a writer like never before. It somehow had crossed my mind that Jesus came not to be served, but to serve. All this time I had been trying so hard to serve him. I thought this was the right frame of mind. What's more I felt guilty, so guilty, for not doing and being what I thought he wanted me to. When I realized my place was not to serve, but to be served by him, this really changed everything. I began to realize that he wanted me to do what was in my heart, and he would support me, Psalm 3-4. I picture a mirror-like dialogue with my Lord, which goes something like this, Lord, what do you want me to do? His response, what do you want to do? Me, Lord, I want to do what you want me to do. And he says, I want you to do what you want to do. Think about that for a moment. He wants me to do what I love, what I was made for. He wants me to feel happy, to feel joy, John 15 11. He desires that I have an abundant life, John 10 10, and that I prosper, Jeremiah 29 11. And, he wants to serve me as I do these things, Matthew 20 28. I am convinced of these things as I have been reading the scriptures for a long time. But I did have to get away from other voices. Oh my goodness the voices, the churches that never call, because I am not a part of them and not worth their while, the family and friends who couldn't care less about my writing aspirations. I have to confess this is a big part of what has held me back. I feel like no one cares. It is so disheartening. So, in addition to compiling my last three books, in accordance with the new fire my Lord and Savior has put in me, and the clarity, I am writing a new book. This book is for you and for me. I guess that's why I'm so excited about it. First of all, I need it. I really do. I have had the title in my mind for a very very long time. And I am at the place now where I can't not write it. This book will be called, How Do I Love Me? And you will be the first to know when it comes out. Is it obvious to you what this book will be about? I need to get past all these obstacles in my soul that are holding me back. Holding me back from what? I suppose that is one of the questions I will be looking into in the book. But it's more of a quest than a question really. And so throughout the book I will be helping myself and my readers figure out how we are to use the word of the living God to learn to love ourselves. Since God is love, I John 4 8, the quest is to get more of God into our lives, when we ask the question how do I love me? I hope that is simple enough to understand. There is a greater understanding which happens during the writing process. There is a great journey and experience to be had by me, the writer. And it is beyond therapeutic. But it would not be so if I didn't think you would also be reading it, and thereby going through this process with me. 
So a more accurate question for the quest might be, how do we, as children of God, learn to love ourselves the way God wants us to? First of all, does He want us to love ourselves? Of course I will address this question with Scripture. We are indeed instructed to place no confidence in the flesh, Philippians 3 3. The Bible teaches clearly that all are sinners, Romans 3:23. And there is much more I could say on this. However, I am a beloved and chosen child of God, Colossians 3:12. I am also a new creation in Him, 2 Corinthians 5:17. And since I believe in Him, I will live forever, John 3:36. It can clearly be seen that there is a part of me which is eternal, and therefore by Jesus' work on the cross, I have been made worthy. And often overlooked scripture. In a very popular chapter of the Bible, Romans chapter 8, says we will be glorified in Him one day, Romans 8:17. If we suffer with Him, we will be glorified together with Him. This is really a loaded scripture with a lot to think about. But my point is, we are not a total loss. And we should not see ourselves as such. So, this is the sort of thing I will be writing about in my new book. It will be a short book so it's easier for persons like myself who don't read a lot, to read it. In my own process of now realizing my value in Christ, regardless of what anyone else thinks, says, or how they may act toward me, or in fact, how much they ignore me and seem to be saying I don't matter, I do matter. The Bible teaches this clearly. I have had somewhat of the breakthrough I need to go on. How does that saying go? God plus one equals a majority? Sometimes when I really need to be ministered to, I just listen to the Psalms play from an app on my phone. Here is a scripture I wrote down, and will end on today. When I cry unto thee then shall mine enemies turn back, this I know, for God is for me. For that matter, it also says in Romans chapter 8, please read this whole chapter if you haven't already, if God is for us, who can be against us? Is there anything on this earth more amazing than the fact that the God who created everything is for us? As I am just starting my day today, I have yet to delve into the Word, and into my daily reading from my utmost for his highest https colon slash slash utmost.org slash but this scripture is a great way to begin. God is for me. I think I will repeat that to myself over and over today, until it finally sinks in. Please follow this blog, connect with me on Facebook, and if you would, pray for me that I will follow God's will for my life as a writer. God bless you. Please leave your own thoughts in the comments section below. I will respond as soon as I see them.